Are you excited to be here tonight? Are you excited to be here tonight? Somebody shout, Father, ascend your throne. 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 Yakadeka, deka, deka, da. Rekadeka, deka, deka, da. Rekadeka, deka, deka, da. Rekadeka, deka, deka, gift of life for who you are for the gathering of your people father we thank you we honor you we adore you we revere you we respect you father we love you all we ask is for you to speak to your people tonight in the mighty name of jesus and the believers will shout amen Oh God. Take me to Ezekiel chapter 37. Ezekiel chapter 37. Arado shapa de ke de 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 ka na. If we never feel your touch on earth what will we Ezekiel chapter 37 verse the number one there are lots of people who are supposed to be here by now but because of time I cannot wait for anybody I think it's been a while since you heard my voice behind the microphone it's good to be back 
I want to take this opportunity to say thank you for your love, for your support towards our wedding, your prayers, your well wishes. We do not take it lightly at all. I sit here as a proud married man and I say thank you for everything. Team VKM. Prayer life as a whole. God bless you guys so much. Sorry for that. You know now I'm no, I'm no longer alone here. I'm with my wife. She's the one disturbing me. But the service will go on. Somebody say the service will go on. <laughs> Ezekiel chapter 37 Verse 1 The hand of the Lord came upon me And brought me out in the spirit Of the Lord the hand of the Lord came upon me and brought me out in the spirit which means that whenever you enter the spirit you come out of something else <laughs> oh you didn't hear me I said whenever you enter into the spirit you automatically come out of something else the prophet Ezekiel said the hand of the Lord came upon me and brought me out in the spirit of the Lord which means that whenever you enter into the spirit realm you automatically you leave out of something you leave out of frustration you walk out of pain you walk out of things that will bring bring you down whenever you enter into the spirit you leave the realm of poverty whenever you enter into the spirit you leave the realm of lust whenever you enter into the spirit you walk out of something else the Lord is speaking are we together he said and the hand of the Lord came upon me and brought me out in the spirit of the Lord before you can enter into the spirit you must first leave something you must leave your comfort zone you must leave your distractions you must leave your television you must leave your smartphone you must leave your your social media because you want to enter into the spirit because whenever a man enters the spirit the man first leaves something else are we together and set me down in the midst of the valley set me down in the midst of the valley set me down in the midst of the valley there are times that God will consciously carry you into the valley but I'll get there and he said it was full of bones listen sometimes 
you, you all you see around you are bones it is not always a sign of the presence of the devil sometimes that is a sign of the presence of god because it was the spirit of god that carried the prophet ezekiel and set him in the midst of the valley and it was full of bones god kind of faith god bless you leave your comfort zone leave your smartphone leave your television leave your social media that you can enter into the spirit and after you enter into the spirit there are possibilities that the god the lord god can set you in the midst of the valley god doesn't always only carry you from the bad place into a better place there are times that god will carry you from a good place to a bad place and that is the spirit of god the bible said jesus after baptism the spirit of god led him into the wilderness jesus was in the river and the spirit of god carried him into the wilderness from a good place to a bad place but that was not the doing of the devil it was the doing of god are we together Many of you, mostly you get it twisted. When you do not have money, oh the devil. When you are feeling sick, oh the devil. When you are feeling feverish, oh the devil. When you do not have this, oh the devil. It is not always the devil. You see, this is something that I stopped saying many years ago. The devil no, lo- no longer does anything in my life. I know it's God. Whether it is flat or fire, it's God. Whether it is accident or difficulties, it's God. Whether it's challenges or trials, it's God. Come what may, it's God. Change your language. Somebody tell your neighbor, change your language. Change your language. Change your language. Verse 2. And he caused me to pass by them all around. Sometimes God can cause you to exert your energy. To walk by the dryness, to walk by the valley, to walk by the dry bones. The prophet said, and God caused me to pass by them all around. God can cause you to waste your time somewhere. God can cause you to go through some trials, to go through some challenges, to go through a period of dryness. God is capable of doing such things. And God caused me to pass by them all around. God, not the devil. God, not the devil. God, stop complaining. It's God. Stop complaining. It's God. You like complaining too much. Do you know the challenges we go through every day? Do you know the challenges we go through every day? The difficulties we face every day? The challenges we face every day? Do you hear us complaining every day? No. It's not the devil. It's God. And behold, there were very many the dry bones there were many sometimes the difficulties are plenty sometimes the trials are plenty it's not the devil it's god god can do such things the dry bones were many very many can you imagine the prophet said they were very many you are feeling sick so you have stopped serving god 
you are not hearing from me anymore so you have stopped serving god i have not preached in a while so you are not paying attention to your spiritual life anymore who taught you that in the open valley sometimes god can bring you to a place where you are exposed open valley not the valley but the open valley that the prophet was exposed sometimes god can expose you sometimes god can open you up and everybody will see your flaws everybody will see your difficulties everybody will see your challenges everybody will see the painful things you go through but it is god who has left you in the open valley you better appreciate it stop complaining and appreciate it and indeed they were very dry my message tonight is very short follow carefully verse 3 and god said to me son of man can these bones live and i answered oh lord god you know you see the problem with many believers is that you try to find your own answers to the questions in your mind whenever you do that you will flop when god asks you a question you must not try to answer him you must leave his 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 answer to him because god is all-knowing so whenever god asks you a question you need to know that question is already rhetorical because god already has an answer to that question you must learn to throw back God's question to him when God asks you how come you are not working you must answer God father you know when God asks you how come you are not married yet you must go back to God and answer him father you know how when God asks you how how come you, you are still going through these challenges you must learn to go back to God and answer him father you know how for you are God of all and you are the all-knowing God if there is anything how that i must know her it must come from you her, because i am just a mere man her. who am i her? go back to god and say her, father you know her, the reason why her, i am still poor how come her, i am still poor her. he will answer you her. you must go back to god her. father you know her, why i am going through these things her. lord her, why am i going through these things her? and he will answer you have you must learn to go back up to God have and throw back his questions to you have every time have that God asks you a question have it is because have he is expecting you have to expect an answer from him have so when God asks you have how is it that have you are not doing this thing yet have it is because of God is expecting you have to come to him for the answer because he is all knowing your answer is ambiguous to him your answer is not to him your answer is meaningless to God are we together some of you you are so bold and you're so arrogant even in prayer you are too arrogant Lord I told you this Lord I told you that father I you see Beatrice today I saw a status one of your studies and there was a guy praying hey God I know I'm going through this and blah blah blah. You see, you are too arrogant. God is not your friend, He's your father. And if you cannot stand before your biological father and speak in that manner, be careful how you speak to God. He's not your buddy, He's your father. Go back to God 
in a place of humility and seek the answers for the same questions that he has asked you am i preaching to somebody listen many of you you think life is all about being prayerful being prayerful is not enough because the bible doesn't only talk about prayer that is why these days prayer warriors are very arrogant because they think they can pray i have prayed for 18 hours today that is all no prayer is not enough there are times that the access that you need will be your thanksgiving the access that you need will be your humility the the access that you need will be the manner in which you speak it is not even about prayer he's a prophet he could have answered son of man can these bones live he could have answered oh lord i know you are god of all you are god of all and 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 bring all the attributes of god and finally say i know you can do it but the prophet said father lord you know father lord you know you must develop yourself to a realm where you know the things that god knows so ezekiel by saying father you know he was exercising the power that he had knowledge of the things that even his god knows he said father you know how can a man know the things that god knows am i making sense Am I making sense? He knew the things that God knows. So he said, Lord, you know. I know this thing you know. <laughs> Verse 4. Again he said to me, Prophesy to these bones. Say to them, you see he was a prophet but god instructed him prophesy to these bones you need to understand the fact that you are a prophet does not give you the right to prophesy whenever whatever at any time you want no that is not how it works a true prophet of god knows when to prophesy and when not to prophesy because the ezekiel who was a prophet waited for god to instruct him to prophesy before he prophesied this is very particular because i am a prophet of god and i know there are prophets under the sound of my voice you don't prophesy because you feel like you don't prophesy because there, there is a great atmosphere you don't prophesy because there are rich people in the meeting you don't prophesy because you can see people are going to sow into the atmosphere you don't prophesy for any other reason apart from the instructions of god god instructed him prophesy to these bones and say to them now this is my focus oh dry bones hear the word of the lord <laughs> can you imagine listen to this gabriel beatrice nanisi miracle oh dry bones hear the word of the lord dry bones i i mean does this even make any sense dry bones must hear the word of the lord <laughs> is it not shocking that even human beings 
who are full of bones, they are full of flesh, they are full of cells, they are full of tissues, they are full of organs and systems, they still cannot hear the word of the Lord. For how long must we admonish you concerning those same things that you do that are not right? Your ignorance, your hypocrisy, that lifestyle that you can't afford. Even the dry bones are hearing the word of the Lord. How much more a human being? You have an ear. You have a set of eyes. You have noses. You have mouth. I mean, can you, can, can you imagine? In the midst of this, you still cannot hear the word of the Lord. Listen. The effectiveness of a prophecy is in the power of the hearer. Let me repeat the effectiveness of a prophecy is in the power of the hearer. The effectiveness of a prophecy is not in the power of the one that prophesies, but it is rather in the power of the one that hears, because it is the one that hears who will be a beneficiary of that prophecy. I prophesy to you every day. I prophesy to you every day. I prophesy to you every day. But if you keep on not hearing these prophecies that I give, it doesn't matter the momentum with which I prophesied with her. It doesn't matter the audacity with which I prophesied with her. It doesn't matter the power with which I prophesied with her. If you decide not to hear the prophecy, then that prophecy will never come to pass am i speaking to somebody i am a prophet please with all due respect let me teach you these things prophesy to these bones and say to them oh dry bones hear the word of the lord the power is in the hearing not the prophesying because if you do not hear, the prophecy is useless. <laughs> I come here day in, day out. I prophesy over you people. But yet your lives are not changing. Your destinies are not changing. Your situations are not changing. It is not because I am powerless. It is because you are failing to hear me. Because you do not take the words that I speak. You don't take this word seriously. The power or the effectiveness of the prophetic word that is released in the church is not in the in the mouth of the prophet, but it is in the ear of the one that listens until you decide to change your ability to hear and receive the prophetic word. I will prophesy every day, but your destiny will remain the same. I will prophesy every day but your troubles will remain because you have decided not to hear for this reason I do not usually waste my time prophesying one on one to the people in the church because after all is said and done if those people have decided not to take a single word from the prophecies I gave all that time was wasted my God and so I 
okay to prophesy over your life that your ears be open this is a message of the dry bones you have never heard before because God is speaking to the church may your ears be open the other day Jesus shouted a father be open a father be open until your ears open up the prophetic messages are wasted until your ears are open up the prophetic words are wasted yeah hear me people open your ears listen to me these are the words of God anything in your ear that is keeping you from hearing the prophetic word that thing is broken yeah 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 Likotopa, Lasha, my God, Lekato Shapai, Repatagadaba, Rekato, Maya, 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 Lekoto, somebody shout, yes, shout, yes, shout, yes, Likotabosha, Malabarabosha, Kadabaraba. I said shout, I said shout, I said shout, I said shout, come on, I said shout, by the reason of your shout, your ears are opening. So all this while, you are moving from prophet to prophet because in your mind you are thinking this prophet is deeper than this this prophet is sharper than this this prophet knows more than this it is not about the prophet it is about you who is hearing (laughs) because of time let me move on verse 5 that saith the Lord God to these bones surely I will cause breath to enter into you and you shall live something is happening if you have eyes you will know listen there are people here you are feeling heat all over you all of a sudden even your eyes are watery like listen who is experiencing what I'm talking about the Lord is working on you right now you are feeling heat all over you were not even feeling cold when I was you were not even feeling hot when you started the service you were feeling cold all of a sudden you feel so hot you feel fire around your shoulders your arms Gabriel the Lord is touching you and and taking you to a higher level (laughs) who knows what I'm talking about who else is experiencing what I'm talking about Oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God. Work with me. Verse 5. Thus saith the Lord God to these bones. Surely I will cause breath to enter into you and you shall live. Hmm. Verse 6. I will put sinews on you, bring flesh upon you, cover you with skin and put breath in you and you shall live. Then you shall know that I am the Lord. 
verse 7. <laughs> so I prophesied as I was commanded. Hello, prophet. Are you prophesying as you are commanded? Or you are adding additional things to them? Are you prophesying as you are commanded? Or you are adding fees to the prophecies? You are adding charges to the prophecies? Are you prophesying as you are commanded? Or you are adding your own information? Hey, do you not fear God? Listen, that is why I can come here and preach consistently for two years and not give any prophecy because i must prophesy as i am commanded we do not prophesy because we are prophets we prophesy because we are commanded please so i prophesied and i was come as i was commanded and as i prophesied there was a noise listen anybody here who is prophetic you need to know that there is a reason or a story behind every noise when you hear the noise of the storm when you hear the noise in your room all of us sometimes you are there all of a sudden you 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 hear this noise and it just goes away who has experienced anything like that sometimes you are there you, are, you just hear this sound you don't know where it's coming from and sometimes you feel this is not physical yes today this afternoon whilst i was preparing for the service i was hearing noises everywhere noises everywhere noises everywhere i asked the lord what is this and the lord is saying it is the devil in the realms of the spirit trying to cause havoc to to hinder this service tonight service can you imagine because what is the thing hear the word of the lord and if the devil can bring an end to hearing the word of the lord he has succeeded there were noises everywhere so i got up i looked through my window what is this i couldn't see anything i got up i, I walked into the bedroom looked through the windows i couldn't see anything I, I i looked through every window i opened my door i couldn't see anything so i came to sit down and i realized there was a, this was a spiritual thing and i asked the lord what is this and the lord said this is the devil trying to fight back to nine service the prophet said and there was a noise if you are prophetic you will never joke with the sounds you hear the noises you hear there is a reason and suddenly a rattling you see the prophet had studied noises to an extent that he could differentiate the rattling from the noise <laughs> listen you see you see prophets are very weird creatures prophets are very weird creatures we were in kumase just a few days back and the day that the morning that we were returning to accra i was just seated in the in the living room alone seated and i was speaking to god because there were some things i needed to deal with before we stepped into the road you see i have seen my death a thousand times over many times 
and, and God will show a vision to me and then I'm just dead or somebody around me is just dead and I see how horrific the sickness I see the blood everything something tangible like I can see every single detail I can see the watches they are wearing on their wrist whilst they were dead. And this is not something that has happened. No. It is something that is yet to happen. A possibility in the future. So whenever I see these things, I need to sit down weird in my own weird way to deal with these things. Because if I do not, I know the end will be sad. These are the things that true prophets have to battle with every day. The prophet had studied noises to an extent that you could tell the difference between the rattling and the noise. Prophets are very weird creatures. When you are around them, listen, it is always better you leave them be. When they are jovial, like me, feel free, be jovial. When I am serious, don't be joking around. You have no idea what I am seeing as at that time. You have no idea. You have no idea. Because this whole message that we are preaching is a message of a vision. Can you imagine in the vision he said, I saw, I saw bones, I saw dry bones, there were many, and I saw sinews, I saw... Can, can you imagine? See the details of information that he is giving to us in a vision. Prophets are very weird creatures. And it is not by choice. When God calls you to be, you just have to accept it. And in the vision he said, the bones came together, bone to bone. This is someone's vision. The bones came together, bone to bone. The bones came together, bone to bone. The bones came together, bone to bone. Listen, any bones that are scattered around you, I prophesy over your life that these bones will come together, bone to bone. Any opportunities that are scattered around you, I prophesy over your life. These opportunities will come together, bone to bone. I prophesy any good door that are scattered around around you have I pray have these doors have will come together hinges by hinges in the name of Jesus come on receive it now receive it now receive it now receive it now in the name of Jesus ah. I was reading this scripture before the wedding and then all of a sudden the knowledge of the scripture became heavy on my mind I couldn't study it anymore I couldn't read it anymore it's like all of a sudden I couldn't read the words anymore I didn't understand anything my brain was so blank and I asked the Lord what is this and the Lord said this is not the right time for you to study this message I want you to study the message after your marriage and after the marriage I will bring you the words that you must give to my people listen God is very strict <laughs> to an extent that even the scripture to read is a command you people that is why you joke with things anyhow we post scriptures on the platform 
scriptures that are prayerfully chosen prophetically chosen for you to read you just you just abuse them you don't you don't even care you read when you want to hey you see if you continue down this path your life will never change change is not from any other person but you until the day you will decide to change your attitude to change your character to change your manner of speaking to change your lifestyle you will never see change in your life this is not a guess that's the truth you are the change you need read the scriptures we post you, you think we are fools for posting these scriptures you think we have nothing better to do so some is posting every morning the pastors are writing devotions day after day week after week day after you see i'm always on these guys they are working i'm on my associate pastor he's working i'm on i'm on i'm, I'm on my daughter beatrice she's working can you imagine you think we are wasting our time no if you do not take these things seriously how does your life change even me myself i was reading this same ezekiel chapter 37 before the marriage god commanded me son this is not the right time to read it because it doesn't matter whether you read the whole chapter i will never give you any revelation in it until after your marriage can you imagine god doesn't joke with his word because he himself is his word how can he joke with himself jump to verse 8 indeed as i looked the sinews the flesh came upon them the sinews and the flesh came upon them and the skin covered them over the skin covered them over but there was no breath in them some of you you have spiritual coverings but you yourselves you see the bible said the skin covered them over but there was no breath in them some of you have spiritual coverings all right some of you claim i'm your spiritual father that i don't even know of because i don't see how you are my you are my spiritual son or daughter if you don't take anything any instruction i give you seriously sonship and daughterhood is in following instructions i give you an instruction you don't follow skin covered them over and yet there was no breath in them so many of you you are under the covering of vkm you are under the covering of prayer life but you do not have any breath in you why because the spiritual activities we are engaged in every day every week you are not part the prayers we pray you are not part the scriptures we study you are not part the meetings we call for you are not part so you have no breath in you do you understand you can be covered and still have no breath in you there are people a, a, a son was telling me a story about two people who met and they are they are both saying i'm, I'm their spiritual father and i'm saying well i have no idea because being a spiritual father is much more than saying this person is no it goes way more than that it's deeper than that there must be a connection 
What connection do you have with your spiritual father? Do you even talk to them? Do you check up on them? Do you call them? Do you join their meetings? Do you follow their instructions? What do you do? Nothing. You call yourself a daughter? You call yourself a son? Hmm. Skin covered them over. But there was no breath in them. Many people under the canopy of prayer life. They have no breath in them. They don't take their spiritual life seriously. How can you have breath in you? Breath doesn't come from your covering. Breath comes from your God. <laughs> Let me move on. Verse 9. And God said to me, Prophesy to the breath. <laughs> oh God. Can you imagine? Prophe- oh God. Prophesy to the breath. Are you seeing this? Prophesy to the breath. Prophesy, son of man. Say to the breath. That saith the Lord God. Come from the four winds, O breath. And breathe on these slain that they may live. A human being is commanding breath. Other versions say breath of life. The breath you see there is the breath of life. Hmm. Listen, scriptures are very deep. Let me take you to the first time human beings encountered the breath of life. Let me take you to when human beings first encountered the breath of life. Take me to Genesis chapter 2, verse the number 7. This was the first time that human beings, the first man, encountered the breath of life and God the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life follow carefully God breathed into the nostrils of Adam the breath of life and man became a living being breath of life okay take me to revelation chapter 11 verse 11 you see what i'm trying to explain to you is that why is it that in genesis chapter 2 verse 7 god himself breathed the breath of life into the nostrils of adam but in ezekiel chapter 37 verse 9 god commands the prophet to command the breath of life to come god is the same yesterday today and forever the things that god gave yesterday he will never give those same things today because he has already given if you do not understand me let me take you to revelation chapter 11 verse 11. this was after the death of the two witnesses the bible said now after the three and a half days the breath of life from god entered them the bible did not say and god breathed into their nostrils but the breath of life entered 
them because once the breath of life has been given God will no longer give it again because he has already given it up many of you have God has already opened the doors and yet you are waiting for God to open doors up new doors will never open up as long as the old doors remain open because the things that are already given by God will not be re-given by God because those things are already given up what I mean to say is the breath of life that has already been breathed into the nostrils of man is now under the authority of man to command such things so God said prophesy to the breath of life you no longer need me to breathe into the nostrils of the bones into the nostrils of the dead men into the nostrils of the dead woman why because many many years ago when I created your ancestor I breathed into his nostrils these things are already given up many of you have keep on praying for money and yet that money was released many years in your bloodline what you ought to do is to prophesy to the money to locate you to prophesy to the job opportunities to locate you to prophesy to the doors to open up to prophesy to the things that are already given by God to find you why is it that you are the only poor person in your group why is it that you are the only struggling person in your group why is it that you are the only one with multiple complaints day in day out if only you could prophesy to your circumstance and say oh money locate me oh sickness flee from me oh infirmity be done with me oh frustration away from me until you prophesy these things God will keep on watching you you see one of the silly questions I get if God loves us how come hunger is killing so many people if God loves us how come our family members are dying every day listen God has already given you your life it is up to you to keep on prophesying to the breath of life to stay in you and that is why I always say I I can never die until my job is done (laughs) many of us think listen I'm going to say something hear me carefully many of us think that our life is in God yes our life is hidden in God but our life is in our hands our life is not in the hands of God that is why you can kill yourself today am I making sense our life is not in the hands of God you see these are the analogies you need to understand the mysteries you need to break down to be successful in life our lives are not in the hand of God the day God gave you life that you didn't die in your mother's womb that you became responsible for yourself that was the day that your your life left the hands of God so you can decide to commit suicide today and God will watch you because your life is no longer in the hands of God your life is in your own hands many of you are waiting waiting for God to make you successful in this life Hmm. your success is no longer in the hands of God once you have breath 
God said, prophesy to the breath. This same breath of life I've already given to your ancestors many years ago. I cannot do it again. Now go back and prophesy to that breath of life to come from the four winds and locate these bones. So many Christians today, oh yeah, we are, we are waiting on God so that what God will do, you see, you do not have understanding. Get up. Go and look for a job. Get up. Go and do something with your hands. Get up. Go and join a group that will help promote your way of thinking. Your, your Listen, until you work on these things, God will watch you every day. It is no, no longer in the hands of God. So you are waiting for God. God has already made made it possible for you to succeed am i preaching to somebody the men of god who are here listen to me if you have been called into full-time ministry what i will tell you is do it and do it well listen do it and do it well never allow anybody to discourage you Never allow anybody who is taking 2,000 cities in some small company to discourage you. Doing the work of God is far better than working for that company. I'm telling you for a fact because I'm a full-time full minister and I'm not a branch pastor. So I know what I'm talking about. I'm not paid by any higher pastor. It is God that pays me himself. I know what I am talking about. Do you hear me? Never allow anybody to bring you down, to kill your spirit. If you know God has called you into full-time ministry, you do it and do it well. If God has called you to be a lawyer, you do it and do it well. If God has called you to be a business person, you do it and do it well. No matter what you do, make sure that your hands are doing something. You don't, you don't sleep and wake up and come and sit in your chair and pray that God will open a door. You are doing nothing. That is laziness. Do you understand? If you are preaching, that is your job. If you are counseling people, that is your job. If you are interceding for people, that is your job. The men of God, under the sound of my voice, never be discouraged. God is with you. God is with you. I know you do not see anything now, but trust me, one day, very soon it will all make sense but if you are not called into full-time ministry please do something with your hands hmm. verse 10 ezekiel chapter 37 so i prophesied as he commanded me and breath came or the breath of life came into them and they lived they lived the prophets prophesied and the breath of life came if you can prophesy your situation will change if you can prophesy your story will be renewed if you can prophesy transformation will hit your life if you can prophesy that marriage will happen if you can prophesy you will also give birth if you can prophesy love will return to your home if you can prophesy peace will return to your home if you can prophesy Prayer life 
we do not only prophesy we also teach people to prophesy breath came to them and they lived and stood upon their feet an exceedingly great army B, let me tell you a secret let me tell you a secret the man of God said he saw bones all over dry bones but then he said after he commanded the breath of life to come into them they lived and see what happened they stood upon their feet an exceedingly great army listen to me many of you the ideas you have are very good ideas but because those ideas do not have any breath of life in them they are like dry bones your ministries the point prayer life was just like dry bones but today we have stood upon our feet like an exceedingly great army marching to the glory of God how did this happen because God opened the eyes of our understanding and we prophesied for the breath of life to feel the dry bones to see how today the dry bones have become shepherds the dry bones have become pastors the dry bones have become ministers up the dry bones up have become wives up the dry bones up have become pastors up the dry bones up have become people that are making impact up the dry bones up have become branches up if you can speak up and prophesy up upon the dry the breath of, of life uh, to feel the dry bones up uh, then that dry bones you see uh, as it is nothing uh, shall become uh, a great army i speak upon your life uh, if you can prophesy into that idea that idea shall become uh, a great army if you can prophesy uh, upon that ministry that ministry shall become uh, a great army uh, if you can prophesy uh, upon your life uh, your life uh, shall become uh, a great army help if you can prophesy upon your relationship that relationship will one day be transformed into a marriage and that marriage shall be your great army not many days ago i was just a guy in a relationship but today i am a man who is happily married the dry bones have finally become a great army the dry bones bones have, have finally have become a great army have who told you how you cannot do it up we have broken all the odds have. we have broken all the odds have. we have broken all their protocols have. they said uh, we couldn't do it up they said uh, we couldn't make it up they said uh, you will not be successful have. but here we stand up testifying to the glory of God my testimony my praise my testimony my praise my testimony my praise nothing can hold you back if I can do it then you can do it if we did it then you can do it those dry bones will become a great army this is my prophecy upon your life your dry bones are becoming a great
right army. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Linkotopa. Ratatahab. Somebody shout. If we could do it, then you can do it. Verse 11. And God said to me, Son of man, these bones are the whole house of Israel. What we all thought were just dry bones. Oh. Who is enjoying the message? Who is enjoying the message? Who is enjoying the message? Say something, say something. Let me know, let me know. Ha, da, gada, 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 Let me speak to a few people and we are out of here. Josephine, how far with your job? Miracle, what are you doing now? Kincaid, yes, let me speak to Kincaid. You see, we are still on air and I want everybody to know this. You were in the same school, Opokuari school, we were in the same dormitory. As a matter of fact, <laughs> years later, at the point we were doing music to, together, years later, he traveled. And we are still here in Ghana. But we have always been in touch. And not, not long ago, he started listening to us and he decided to serve me as a spiritual father. And, and that is a huge thing for me. For a friend and a brother to also see you in the light of a father. I don't take such things lightly. And he's a good man, trust me. This wedding, this wedding, this wedding that we did this wedding that we did on my side the amount of money that he sent to me the amount of money that he sent to me it's not a joke amazingly i never asked him for anything i, I never i never asked him for anything he, he just said 
Nana, I was praying and God said, I should do this. The amount of money he sent to me, Paul was with me. He was even shocked. My associate Paul was with me. He was shocked. He is also a sponsor of I Stand With God Revival. And he sponsors I Stand With God Revival massively. Currently, this revival that is happening this Wednesday, he catered for more than half. Yes. More than half of the budget. Listen, I'm not saying this because he is ritual so that you say these days prayer life it's all about money please i'm not saying it because he is rich i'm saying it because he is committed to the cause he's committed to the cause once we release a flyer that we are going to do this you you you, you see your phone ringing nana the lord says i should sponsor i should i should oh god Bro, God bless you so much. And this is what I'm going to say. This is what I'm going to say. The opportunities that are that are waiting for you. You see, the number of years that you are expecting to work with him your boss it will not be up to that period of time there are so many doors that would come that you wouldn't have a choice but to leave i told you this afternoon let me pray about it the lord says i should tell you he would do great things in your life bro you 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 wouldn't know what to say and you are going to say you do not deserve it but hear me the lord says you have moved his heart not because of the amount of money you send over but because of the commitment and the love god bless you so much god bless you so much sir. the gifts you brought me 